Hello everyone, thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Musings of a Man United Fan podcast. My name is Paul. On today's show, I will be talking about the game between Man United and Wolves that was played yesterday at Molyneux Stadium. Um, Man United won Wolves 1-0 in what was more or less a smash and grab victory. I'll be sharing my thoughts on that game. I'll also be sharing my thoughts on the impending transfer of Daniel James to Leeds United. And I'll be discussing my thoughts generally about the state of the club, Cristiano Ronaldo and much more. Please stay tuned and don't go anywhere. Alright, welcome back to the show. Thank you for staying tuned so yesterday at the Millennium Stadium um, Manchester United were, was able to defeat um, Wolverhampton Wanderers uh, 1-0 with the goal scored by Mason Greenwood our star boy it was an interesting game an interesting game an exciting game for the neutral it was played at a nice tempo for most of the game Wolves were very counter-attacking. They were better in 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 terms of the attacking. They were much more better. They were much more fluid, unlike us, who were, you know, ponderous as usual. We were sloppy in possession. We couldn't control the midfield, as is often the case with Manchester United. And um, uh, the difference between us and Wolves was that. Um, we had a more clinical finisher compared to them. Okay, the goal by Mason Green was not even a chance; it was half a chance, and he put it into the net remarkably. Yes, he had the help. He had help from the Wolves goalkeeper, who should have done better. But we are not complaining. Of course, the goal there was some controversy surrounding the goal. Uh, Ruben Neves. Uh, I believe feigned an injury when he saw that he had lost the ball uh, to Rafael Varane. He tried to pass it to a Wolves player, I guess. Um, uh, Pogba tried to win the ball, but missed the ball and Ruben Neves completely. And um, Mike Riley um, saw it as not a foul and VR agreed with him. So Wolves may feel aggrieved, aggrieved, but I believe Ruben Neves, whom Mario Knight had been linked with, um, tried to con Mike Riley when he saw that he had made an error in his passing. Varane fed the ball to Mason Greenwood, and Greenwood, in usual fashion, especially two seasons ago, scored from an acute angle. Amazing goal, amazing strike, and it meant a lot to him. You know, because the game was a very difficult game. It had been difficult right from the very outset. Um, Fred again was um, having another disaster class. Um, it was a very sloppy pass. I don't understand. Um, Daniel James was free. Somehow he passed it straight to um, Adama Traore. I don't understand how one could open his eyes and pass a ball straight to the position when. His um, colleague or teammate is not very far away from him. Simple five yard passes, uh, players like Fred, Wambisaka, too, made such stupid passes yesterday, too. Um, 
especially in the first half. In the second half, it was much, much, much better. But in the first half, there was one or two sloppy passes made by Wan Bissaka. Okay, but so I find it amazing how Fred, a Brazilian for that matter, again, I keep emphasizing that, a Brazilian who will make sloppy passes, to me, makes no sense. Andreas will do better than Fred in terms of the passing. It's just that Andreas is surplus requirements. We have Van de Beek who can play the position, who is not even getting a looking. Uh, McTominay appears to be in the, in the pecking order ahead of both of them. But we'll get that to that maybe sometime later on another day. But first passing and ball control um, almost got United into trouble. We got away with one. Um, the first shot, Jimenez straight at Dijia. Dijia blocked with his leg. The second one, Trincao got away from him. He almost fouled Trincao. And um, Trincao uh, shot very well, placed it. But good heavens, Juan Bissaka came just in time to tackle the ball away from the goal line. It was a remarkable tackle. If Juan Bissaka um, was sloppy, um, that tackle, you know, more than made up for his shortcomings in the first half. You know, Wan Bissaka, don't get me wrong, had a decent game. He wasn't terrible. Um, even Fred, at some point, began to get his bearings correctly and came into the game. Um, apart from those two early mistakes, he didn't put too, he didn't do too much wrong. Okay. Um, and I understand why Ole played uh, Fred in that game because uh, Matic who is our best defensive midfielder, our most natural defensive midfielder, has lost his legs. And the way Wolves attack with the pace and energy, uh, Matic would have been a liability just as Fred was. I don't know who would have been a bigger liability. Um, well, the fact that we won the game suggests that um, playing Fred was the better option. Fred is tenacious. Fred is energetic. Fred can tackle. Fred can do the dirty jobs in midfield. But he has a problem in passing, his ball distribution, um, passing accuracy, and playing under pressure. Once he's pressured, he makes very silly mistakes and sloppy tackles. So that is Fred's weaknesses. If he could... Um, work on that, especially in his passing. He doesn't have to be... If he could just work on his passing. Under pressure, many players uh, may make mistakes under pressure. That can be forgiven. But controlling the ball and making simple 5-yard, 10-yard passes to a, near, to a teammate is the barest minimum, is the bare minimum for a Brazilian international and a player that came for a large amount of money. Fred didn't come cheap. He came, I think he was more, even more expensive than Bruno. But it is what it is. So, um, Wolves were better in the first half, had more attempts on goal, uh, made DJ work. We didn't make, um, we, we had our first shot on target in the second half. Of course, we had uh, one or two chances in the first half Trumace in Greenwood, his shot late on. Um, Bruno, unfortunately, could not be the offside trap. Scott would also have been a cracking goal, and which would have been good news for us FPL players who captain Bruno. Unfortunately, was caught offside and was booked for descent again, frustrating us uh, 
who captained Bruno in FPL. Well, so in any case, um, basically, Dijia was outstanding. He made that double save in the second half, you know, preventing Roman Saiz from scoring. I'm sure if Roman Saiz had scored, the best we would have gotten from that game was probably a draw. I don't think we would be winning that game. And that would have been terrible. So, uh, it was a very... It, yes, this game against Wolves was massive. Very, very massive. Um, DJ save, Mr. Greenwood's moment of brilliance, you know. Those were the um, those were the key moments of the game. Okay. The other chances, you would argue, yes, they were routine saves for DJ, But that save from Roman Saez was world class. So... I, all those my United fans who have been pushing their Dean Henderson agenda should just save it, okay? Dean Henderson, I doubt would made would have made such saves that DJ made. I doubt it very much, you know. DJ has been outstanding since the season began. There is no reason why um, we should be having this debate of Dean Henderson. And the and the Henderson definitely will be available after the international break. We will see some knuckleheads murmuring, demanding the Henderson be given the one shot or be given his chance. Chance for what? When he's stabilizing the defense, and the Jaya is world class. Um, Ole said he didn't want to uh, get ahead of himself and say. Um, the, this is the old DJ, but I believe that is the old DJ. The goal he considered against Southampton wasn't his fault. You know, he made a world class save in that game. The game that save that saved us from losing that game. That save was remarkable. You know, DJ has pulled two fantastic saves in the last two matches, and that has helped us to to keep our unbeaten record away from home, setting a new English Premier League record in all tiers of football in England. 28 games unbeaten, and he was instrumental in helping us achieve that. So, um, the DJ, the Nenderless debate should end at this point in time. It's over, done with. The Nenderless should focus on playing um, domestic cups and some Champions League games after we have qualified for the next round. Okay. Even Tom Hitting, I fancy Tom Hitting getting a game or two in any of the domestic competitions so that's that for DJ. he was outstanding look sure did okay steady game Maguire and rafa varan were outstanding they did very well they won most of the aerial threats they were they were excellent um good understanding varan of course is quite fast so he covered a lot for Maguire, who is much slower so they complemented each other excellently. Um, then Juan Bissaka, he was all right. He didn't do too badly. He did okay. Again, I would like Juan Bissaka to be more courageous when going forward and putting in crosses into the 18-yard box like Luke Shaw is doing. Luke Shaw did okay. Was not, we've not gotten back the Luke Shaw last season. Let's just hope that he's building um momentum um well he's building up back his form let's just hope that uh, it's last season was not a fluke or a flash in the pan i sincerely hope so 
Um, a lot has been said about Luke Shaw. He was standing at the Euros. He needs to regain his old form quickly. Um, Pogba didn't do too badly. Um, many people felt um, he may have been poor. Yes, he didn't have his best game, but he was instrumental um, in getting us the goal. His tackle made Ruben Neves quickly play the hastily passed the ball to Rafa Varane, who passed the ball to Greenwood and um, scored that cracking goal. And also, uh, Bruno too had a poor game by his high standards. No doubt about that. Bruno, Pogba, Fred. Fred was better um, towards the end of the first half and most of the second half. He did okay. He didn't do much wrong. Um, but he needs to work on his passing. If he could get that right, he would be a very solid player. I don't know why he makes those poor passing. Somebody has to coach these players, really. really. Some, I think it's something that can be fixed with proper coaching. And I don't think um, Fred is that bad. I like Fred personally because of his, he gives his all. He is limited, but he gives his all. And he does a job for the team. So, if he could work on his passing, he could be a defensive midfielder if he could pass the ball more accurately and more progressive passes, not just making the safe options. That's what I think about Fred. Uh, he didn't have, because of the um, how the game started yesterday, it, everybody failed to see every other good thing he did. Um, for the rest of the game after his two terrible errors that Wolves almost capitalized on earlier on in the first half. Um, yes, Messi would grab the goal. Uh, he struggled for service. He was the main striker, but he struggled for service. It was after Cavani came on, he moved to the wings. Um, but he got our goal, a, a very important goal. Gives us seven points, keep us close to Spurs and all the other big boys, Chelsea, uh, Man City, Liverpool, and so on. So, a good result for Manchester, uh, Manchester United uh, through um, Mason Greenwood's goal. Cavani came in as a sub, um, but he didn't have much service. Again, it's the graveyard shift. And imagine Cristiano Ronaldo joining Manchester United and having such graveyard shifts. I am beginning to get worried because Ronaldo will be frustrated. I know he throws his toys out of the pram when things don't go his way very quickly. So United need to find a solution to the midfield. I hope Ole will sign a midfielder um, on deadline day. I believe uh, today is 30, so tomorrow is transfer deadline day. I expect Ole to try and get a defensive midfielder. Uh, before the transfer deadline there. Otherwise, we would have problems with Ronaldo when he resumes uh, after the international break. Um, Marshall did the job when he came home. He was good without being particularly outstanding. His um, coolness and calmness helped um, circulate the ball, um, which led to our goal. Um, so, then James was awful. Um, the moment he made his first decent cross, um, he got hooked. But throughout the game, for most of the game, he was awful. And of course, 
um, it has uh, Fabrizio Romano has announced that um, Man United and Leeds have agreed for a permanent transfer of 28 million euros of Danny James to Leeds United. Uh, personally, I'm sad to see him go. I felt he had potential. Um, all he needed was to have end product. His pace was um, electric. His pace was um, helped us in his first season um, when he arrived. His pace was a threat to many defenses, um, but his end product left a lot to be desired. So it's not surprising by United have desire to sell after Leeds showed some interest. So we wish him good success at Leeds. Um, not just against us anyway, whenever he plays against my United. But I hope he um, does well at Leeds. And who knows, one day we could make a sensational return if Marcelo can get the best out of him. Um, who else came on? Um, yes, Diego Dalot came on, but I didn't do too much. Um, did okay, just did his job. Um, basically, that okay, so it was Marshall, Cavani, and Diego Dalot who came in as subs. Donny van der Beek again didn't get a look in. I worry for Danny, Donny van der Beek. Surely this season will be his last season with this kind of treatment. He has to, yeah, to some at some point, he needs to be able to get a run of games. I don't, I think he will do well with um, a match in midfield, whatever only plays match. But Pogba at this point in time is untouchable, and you know, Ole doesn't want to offend his special players, you know, he the players he. He is sentimental about Pogba, Bruno. He can't touch them, especially if the game is on the balance. He can't substitute them. Personally, if Pogba is having a poor game like he did for most of yesterday against Wolves, um, Donny can do a job. Keep the ball in midfield. Keep it rolling. Keep it moving. Donny can make a pass. But we have players like Fred who can make five-yard passes. Um, having a run out and he is on the bench. It's so frustrating. I hope Ole really has plans for Donny van der Beek because it's just a waste of talent on the bench, really. Really. Um, so that's it. We got our goal on the, at the 80th minute and, you know, and we're able to hold on to the end of the game despite all Wolves protesting and Wolves losing their heads. We're able to see the game out. Wolves are a good team, no doubt about that. Wolves have particularly been a bogey team since the return to the Premier League. Uh, but we've been beating them of recent. We beat them home and away last season. Uh, we've beaten them again. We beat them with the FA Cup. So, um, it's a good one for us. Hopefully, um, we are gradually breaking their hoodoo over us. I'm sure we'll beat them at Old Trafford because it will probably be more defensive at Old Trafford and I'm sure we'll be able to break them down eventually. Um, so, Daniel James has been... Uh, well, the transfer of Daniel James to Leeds United has been confirmed. Uh, he'll be travelling to Leeds um, tomorrow to get the deal done and dusted and signed. Um... 28 million euros and there'll be add-ons as well 
So it's a good deal for Manchester United. Usually we are quite um we, we my United for some reason find it difficult to let players go. And some of some of the reasons I'm going to feel that sometimes the reasons are sentimental. If a player expresses desire to stay, um the club doesn't do much to get him off the hook. Are we a charity organization? I think the club should be ruthless sometimes. Players of lost to requirements, you sell. Sell them off. Players like Andreas, they don't have a future. Players like um, even Jesse Lingard, he has one year left on his contract. And West Ham has shown interest, even though they've not met your evaluation. You know, try to get him off the wage books. Sell him. He will flourish in West Ham. We saw what he did at West Ham. Okay, he was outstanding for West Ham last season, and he seems to fit their system, their counter-attacking system. You know, and we have failed to sell him. We, I think, there's this sentimental attachment to uh, Jesse Lingard and what he could do for Manchester United, but he's not going to get a game because of Bruno. Bruno is not going to uh, Bruno Bruno is our mainstay. So unless you want to bring him on the weekend, we are now stuck on the wings. With the arrival of Ronaldo, Marshall is moving back to the wings. When Rashford returns, Mar- Rashford, of course, will be eased in. So we have Jaden Sancho, which I failed to talk about in the game. He also had a poor game. He's struggling to adapt. He needs to he needs time to adapt, of course. And I hope um, these are just baby steps he's taking. Uh, but Jed- we have Jadon Sancho, who will be probably be competing with Greenwood on the right. Um, only, I mean, I beg your pardon, not only uh, Rashford and Marshall on the left wing, uh, Ronaldo and Cavani in centre attack. So, where will Lingard play? He can only come in as a sub unless there's an injury crisis in midfield, which might happen. It has happened before. It could happen again. So if that is what he wants, then, then so be it. You know, be a squad player, fill in the gaps when there are injury crises or when there are suspensions. No, that is that is his um, choice to make. So we need a defensive midfielder. And I've been sold to the idea of getting Ruben Neves. I never found him attractive, but after reading some of his stats, I said, well, he's better than not getting anybody. We are not going to get in with an NDD. We are not going to get um, Bisuma. We're not going to get anybody. Um, he's young. So, I don't know. I don't think Wolves will be selling on transfer deadline at this point. These are days you should do weeks before the transfer deadline so they can replace um, him in the event of him leaving. So, it's so it's so terrible. I don't think Man United will um, sign players like uh, Ruben but except players who are already willing to go. Players like maybe Kamavinga or Saoni Guess. It's possible, anything is possible, but I doubt any transfers will happen. And if if there is a transfer, of course I'll be here to celebrate the transfer and to examine and evaluate how that transfer will go, or how that player rather will adjust and make an impact on the club. So that's 
that for today. Thank you all for listening. I appreciate all those who have been listening to my podcast. I appreciate you all. God bless you all. Have a great day ahead of you guys. And I'll see you on the next one.